0: and it's welcome to get ready to rock and welcome to ray Fennick. now when we ask artists what they've been doing in lockdown certainly in 2020 in your case ray it seems you've been preparing not only a three cd retrospective but also a five track ep that's released via sing-song music in january 2021 <laughs> And in many ways, these tracks bring your story up to date, reflect what we might call the Ray Fennec brand. Strong melody and composition, great guitar playing and production.
1: I had this great interest in instrumental music because it was really, really inspiring when I played with... Gary Cobain. He is the Future Sound of London and the Amorphous Androgynous. Gary's a wonderful electronic musician, creating and composing techno, dance and ambient music. And on this new project, that's uh, a single that is the length of an album, which is about 40 minutes in Gary's case. And it was called We Persuade Ourselves, We Are Immortal. Working with Gary Cobain re-inspired really me to revisit some of the instrumental music that I'd recorded in the past, because the stuff that I was doing with Gary was a lot of instrumental guitar parts that were, I don't know, maybe minute and a half long sections. So I decided to go through all the tapes that I had, and I found five tracks that I thought, hmm, these, these could be reworked. And I decided that I would do a little bit of remixing, some of the tracks were far too long, so I decided to edit them, and it worked out really well. And I picked five that I thought were strong. The wording, going large, uh, that came from a student of mine, I used to teach at Boston College in Lincolnshire and I used to have this young guy, he was a very jolly chap, he was, he was, he, and he wasn't a bad guitar player and I, we used to chat a lot before the lesson started. I used to do one-to-one guitar lessons with it, and uh, I said, "Oh, what were you doing at the weekend?" He said, "Oh, right, he said I was out giving it large." So I said, "What do you mean you're out giving it large? You know, giving it large, giving it all I can, having a great time." So that that always stuck with me that expression, like "giving it large." So I just that, I just thought it was a really good title for a, for a track. So this track has a, a kind of funk groove, very edgy. The title suggests full-on largeness, so that's why I called it Going Large.
0: Tam Tam represents the funkier side of your playing, but I reckon the funky side has always underpinned a lot of your material.
1: Yes, it does. That—that that, I mean, the, one of the tracks that I did on my solo album, Keep America Beautiful, Get a Haircut, which was released in the 70s on Decca, uh, there's a track called Stateside, which opens up with a real funky guitar. I was always a big fan of that kind of American funk and uh, and, and that, that fusion of the funk and rock. Um, I always liked... And in the 70s Tam Tam was written in the style of 70s icons the Crusaders and Yellow Jackets um, it, and it's got a modern approach in, I think in both arrangement and the sound
0: Great Winds is another a fusion piece, really, a bustling fusion piece. Yep. Now, although you are perhaps best known as a session player, able to turn your hand to any style, have you any particular preferences in terms of genre, you know, genre and style?
1: When I first started playing, the, the, the style of music that I liked was rock and roll of people like James Burton, who in my later career I got to play with. He, the guitar player with Elvis Presley, and at the time when I listened to him with Ricky Nelson. And of course, like all other guitar players, and I, I, I'm i sure I'm not speaking out of turn here, were influenced by the, the great Hank Marvin. And that was one of my uh, first interests in instrumental music. Yeah, of course, you know, during the, 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 the 70s and the 80s, I was into a lot of other things. I liked jazz funk, jazz rock. During the late 70s, I was in the Ian Gillam band, he of Deep Purple. We weren't playing music that was really in the Deep Purple style. I think people soon latched onto the fact that we were playing jazz rock. I, I like playing anything. It, I just like playing, basically. I like all styles of music. Uh, uh, I would, I'm really the have guitar, will travel. I'll play anything. That is what a session guitar player is. So I, I, that, I've always been that person that could turn up at 10 in the morning and really be enthusiastic, perhaps about a style of music that I wasn't really crazy about, but I'd give my 100% for it.
0: track Blue Jays. What inspired that song? Blue
1: Jays dedicated as a tribute to the Toronto Blue Jays baseball team who I saw play on a family visit to Canada in 2019 and it was I'd never been to a baseball game before but I got hooked. It was absolutely fantastic and I think the piece reflects the the team spirit and the style and the raw energy and...
0: We come to Firepower44 and this was co-written with another guitarist songwriter, Will Thompson.
1: Yeah, Will was, I used to live in Hastings and Will is a, a good friend of mine. He had a studio there. We always used to play in, in local band stuff and you know jams and things like that and I always liked Will's playing. We decided to do something together and an instrumental was the right way to go, I like, felt. Oh. So I said, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll come up with a drum part and then we'll build around the drum part. So I went back home and I programmed a drum part uh, and I was using at the time a Roland MSQ-700, which was one of the very first sequences, which are so in demand again now. It's got buttons and knobs on it and people like that.
0: It seems you are an early adopter of technology back in the 1960s and that you've never lost that inquiring mind and the application.
1: No I haven't. One of the things that, that, that has always kept me inquisitive about me was working at college. I worked with young people and most of the time they were bringing in stuff that I hadn't heard. It was always very funny because they would bring in a, a track and they, they'd hand me one headphone and I'd go, oh this sounds really good. And I'd listen to about 30 seconds of it, then they'd snatch it from my hand, and then put another track on. Their attention span was zero. So I listened to kind of 30-second versions of most of these things, but it, it, it kept my interest in what was going on at the time. Recording techniques, I've always been interested in, right from the very first time I went into the studio. I was always asking questions about how things worked, why they worked, and uh, I carried that right through, really. And when I started to record myself with my own recording equipment, that all those things were still in my mind, uh, and I always knew what I well, I think I always knew what sounded right the right amount of bottom end in a track uh, is the track bright enough, does it feel right, all that kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: You could say 60 years in the making, the music of Ray Fennick, And the new EP, Going Large, is released via SingSong Music and available via all the usual digital outlets. Find out more at singsongmusic.com and rayfennec.com. From me, David Ramble, and Get Ready to Rock, thank you for listening.